Go. Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We got Zero with the Griffies on in the building. Bet you none of that. <laughs> I'm not subscribing to that anymore. <laughs> And of course, we got the Duke of Devonairness, Lando, with the, hold on, I gotta go which way, the Acer Media background, until I get the new logo for the podcast up. This will be my background from here on out. Y'all will see us, you see the flower, you see me, you see the flower, if you see the flower, you think of Devonairness. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. Tune in every week, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we got uh, we got some good things coming up this week. But Zero, how was your week? It was good. Um, started at the new job Monday. Yeah, it seems. Um, yeah, it seems pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to. So I've been out on. Uh, I've been out on the road twice. Um, it looks like um, the only thing that I'm waiting on is um, doing an initial home. Because I've been, we've been doing regular services. Um, term, um, yeah. So I'm waiting for the initial to see how that goes, and then um, I think by the end of the week I should be taking my taking my tests, getting my van, and getting my company phone. Nice, nice, nice. Um... So if I call you on the company phone, it's not a problem. So even if we do nothing but talk about sports, not a problem. <laughs> so if I need a ride in the company van, that's a problem. Actually, no, I don't think that's a problem. To Wait, I got GPS on it, so it might be a problem. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> okay, I but, just have to check my boundaries. But um, what's it called? Yeah, the uh, I was told by our the person that's training us, um, it's like download whatever apps you can use it for. You can use the phone for company or personal use. It's um, they don't have a problem with it. Just don't go overboard, which is understandable. Well, I'm like, don't go overboard with the phone. Yeah. Well, I, oh, like, I don't really care about the phone. Like, yeah, I mean, you, have, you have your own personal phone, so you really got. I'm more concerned about the van. Like, where can we go in the van? Because I might need a ride to Richmond one day. You never know. You never know. That's what your vehicle's for. <laughs> <laughs> if I need a ride, I can't use my vehicle. <laughs> You need to use them bus tickets, partner. 
Man, there ain't no way in, ain't no way in hell they're going to allow me to drive nowhere that far. I'm joking. But, um, Somebody said there's some uh, that there's some companies that if it's a family emergency, they'll allow you to take the vehicle if it's out of state. But yeah, I think it's one um, of those. But uh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Happy to hear it. You know, look, look, look forward to the tune up, tune in next week to see what's going on with that. Uh, my week was good. Uh, we um, kind of sucked because, well, my sales. I was like, hey, you know, this is like a bad sales month. That's what I said last week, and so uh-huh. I actually ended up closing the month out with sales. The unfortunate thing is, none of them counted for last month. <laughs> so oh my goodness, they all account for this month. So, um, so the June check, curse continues. The, yeah, the June, the June curse continues and uh june check gonna be a little light but you know good thing we do things like save and budget so um ain't gonna be too crazy but um but with that being said uh was that was on um our boy slim um was on his podcast this week um i don't remember what day the Duchess had so it's Thursday. So because the Duchess left for New York on Friday, Friday morning. And uh, man, it was a lot of fun, man. We was laughing, joking, talking NBA. Um there's uh, you know, he knows his stuff, man. He knows his stuff, and I love talking to him about basketball. So um we gotta bring him on soon. We gotta bring him on soon for our for our podcast so that way we can um have some more fun. Have some more fun. So did that this week. Um, also did uh, went to. I was supposed to go to our boy Spy's house, but time and a couple of things that came up didn't allow me to do that. Um, but I went to you know the big bro, big Mike's house. Um, chilled there for a little bit. Um, the Duchess or um, Coco Puff. Coco Puff is, um, you know, having a lot of fun. Every time I go there, she come back with toys. I'm like, look, enough is enough. She got enough toys as it is, but you know, she sees some pink and she need, she need to bring it home. Um, but shout out to his daughter, who's um, who's going to be on the news for an interview next week, or no, this week, this Friday, um, because she's been dominating the wrestling and jujitsu circuit here in uh, Hampton, or actually in Virginia. And she's a two, two-time PANS, PANS champion. Um, and she won a national championship earlier this year in wrestling. So um, your little girl's a beast. And she she's in her, at her age, she can do girls and boys. And she's whooping both of them. Like, you know, pure dominance. So, um, so definitely, definitely had a fun, Fun week. The Duchess is in New York, so it was just me and Coco Puff all weekend. Uh, we went on a little shopping spree. We set, we spent seven dollars, and um, and uh, yeah, we spent seven dollars. She bought one thing for five dollars, two things for two dollars, or two things for a dollar, and um, and she was happy with it. So, <laughs> and she's like, she's gonna put the rest of her money in the bank. 
And I was like, it's the piggy bank, not the real bank. Don't put all your money in that bank. Ain't gonna do nothing for you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so she, you know, it was a good, good week, good week so far. Um, but uh let's get into NBA free agency. And um and with free agency, all right, last season, I was like, okay, so some of these moves are confusing me. I don't know how teams are trying to get better or how these so many moves are going to make teams get better. And then the NBA season started and I wasn't having the best gambling year like I did the year before. I just couldn't get a read on the season. And so I was like, okay, I'm not gambling. I'll just figure it out next season. But then, or in the postseason. Then the second the postseason started, I started looking at matchups. I'm like, I don't want to bet on any of these because I don't have a read on them, except the the Nuggets. Um, but uh, I didn't bet on the Nuggets because I was just like, if I'm only gonna bet one series, I'm not. It don't. It's just gonna be a waste. So then I ended up. Um, so you know, the season ended. I didn't really gamble or anything like that. I did bet the. I bet a small amount for the for the nuggets to win in six and of course they won in five so I lost that bet uh, <laughs> so the only postseason bet I made it was it was uh, the wrong game and then um, and so I'm looking at the all season and I'm like there's nothing that's making a whole lot of sense right now and um, if y'all want to hear what I thought of the offseason. Um, listen to uh, our boy Slim's podcast, um, Victory Vibes. I don't want to get too deep into, you know, the prediction side of it um, on this episode. Uh, but I do want to get into what's actually happened on this episode and get your uh, thoughts on it. So the first first um, one that I can, the first major one I can think of is um, Kyrie going back to Dallas. Um, it was really the only move either team could make, um, whether it was that the team Dallas or team Kyrie. Um, what do you what What are your thoughts on, on that? And is it do you think it's a good move for 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 the Mavericks specifically? Because getting paid, I think it was three years. Let me pull it up. Three years and uh, one twenty six. So that's what forty-two million a year, um, averaging out to be. Um, I mean, that's good for Kyrie, but um, mm -hmm. you know, short-term deal. Uh, they, I don't know how. I don't know the terms of the deal on if they can opt out if it's a team option, player option. Most of the deals nowadays are player option. But um, but what do you think about that 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 move there? Um, I feel like it was the only thing the. Uh... Mavs could really do because they gave up a lot to get him to to give up that much for a rental makes absolutely no sense to me so I think that would be the best move the Mavs could have done is re-sign him because there was nothing there was really nothing else that they um, yeah it would be a waste of assets that they gave up just for him to go somewhere else yeah yeah and um it's just the issue with uh, 
with the assets that they gave up. And then also, again, I didn't think that the, that the, that the move for Kyrie was going to make the team any better. So it was just confusing as to why they made it and gave up so much for it just to, you know, not really like to have to be forced to re-sign them and then not really improve your team outside of that. A um, couple of things we kind of already knew, Chris Middleton staying, Draymond staying, Brooke Lopez staying, uh, Kyle Kuzma staying, Jacob Pohl staying, Pirtle, Pirtle staying. Now it's I was, Pirtle, it's Pirtle. Um, Russell staying for two years, eight million. That's crazy. Like I think, I think with what he, how he performed last season towards the end of the season, and the Clippers having a winning record without really having Kawhi or Paul George um, at towards the end of the season. I don't see why he only get he's only getting that much. It could be a cap situation. Um, I don't know, but I think that's what it. That's the only thing that would make me think he's getting that little. It's got to be trying to avoid luxury tax for something. Yeah, but um, I I guess I want to get into the stuff that didn't make sense to me, yeah, and I, that's um, that's uh. Well, actually, no. One shout to Fred VanVleet. He got three years, one hundred thirty, from Houston. But I don't know why they did that because they already got thirty-two guards on the team. And Fred VanVleet last season didn't really play particularly well. So I'm like, I mean, I guess you, this, that's why you give him the money, but it's a short-term deal. Because um, you probably couldn't give them. Well, man, that's 40, uh, 43, around 43 and some change a year. That's a lot of money um, for Fred Van Vliet. Um, but what does Fred Van Vliet do for Houston? Especially if he's pro- like, is he going to be a starter over? What's the kid that they drafted at point guard? Is it Jalen Green? Um, I forget the guy who the young boy they had at, that had the, that they have at point guard. But it's like, what? It, what? How does that improve your team? Your team is lacking in leadership, lacking in size, and lacking in skills. And you and you get a guy who's not a leader, who's small, and great shooter. But that's that's about it outside of that. Yeah. shoot I don't know what to tell you because yeah you got so many freaking guards it's like it's basically um you're basically the Timberwolves back in uh, yeah like a few years ago where they drafted four uh, point guards <laughs> well, <laughs> like, two of them was to trade them two of them they drafted was to trade them though So it's like, is is this gonna be the move? You're you sign is like, did you sign Van Vliet to trade one of the others? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um. The, what are the Lakers doing here? Yeah, they they 
they sipping that they sipping last year's cool yeah they sipping last uh, postseason cool season's Kool Aid, and they think they can run it back with that same team. I'm That's like, what okay. they do. I guess you know you, they probably are going to be better seated. It makes sense to believe that they're going to be better seated because of how bad they started the season last season. But with Anthony Davis and LeBron James's bodies breaking down, you don't know how many games those guys are going to miss. But to sign Austin Reeves to a max deal when I guarantee nobody else is going to sign him. I was like, we were talking about this earlier, and I was like, you know, they they signed a, a guy to a max deal who was virtually a role player. I don't, I don't think he started the season as a starter. So he was virtually a role player who who's the third option on a non-championship team that was putting up well like what were let me see if I can pull these numbers he averaged 13 a game like that's what his, his deal was four years 56 million 456 uh, what's that math? Uh, 15, maybe 14, 14 million a year for a, a third option on a non-championship team. Like, like Austin Reeves wouldn't be a third option on any other team. That's not a bad team. So why sign him to a match? Why sign? Um, why sign D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell's making more money than Austin Reeves. Who did nothing for you? So what's the reason of bringing him back? Hachimura, of course, you bring him back. He he was a solid player who played good minutes for you. Um, but even him, three years, 51 million, like it's just like they're just dumping me into this. It's like, oh yeah, just bring the squad back and it's gonna work. And it's just like if you did like if you didn't win a championship, there's ways to improve. That means your team needs improvement. It doesn't need the same exact players. Are you sure the Warriors are gonna be what they are? or what they were last season? Are you sure you're going to run into those teams again this this coming season into the play into the playoffs? What if you go up against Phoenix? Do you think you got the squad to beat Phoenix if they mesh if they mesh well? You yeah. got the squad to beat the Clippers. You, you've actually had trouble with the Clippers since they got Kawhi and Paul George when they play together. So it's just like what are you doing to improve your team? You think improving your team is signing is extending role players to max deals all over the place. And a 39-year-old LeBron James. That improved your team. You believe so. And I don't see no Lakers fans excited about this. Like, normally I'll see, because I know a lot of Lakers fans. Normally I'll see some like, yo, we got this guy. We, you know, we got that guy. 
we 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 can't we brought him back. I haven't seen out a single Lakers fan post about their moves in the offseason. Because <laughs> there ain't nothing to <laughs> ain't nothing to post about. It's the same old players that they run in the back with. <laughs> it's like they know like well, I don't know. I don't know if um Lakers fan Lakers fans actually do that like um if somebody gets re-signed, they get excited about it. I don't know. But it's like, oh, um, and to go back to your Ky- the Kyrie contract, is, uh, he has a player option in this third year. Player option? He has a player option in the third year. Sorry about the people listening. Uh, the, the Duchess called me while we were recording because she'd been drinking and she probably forgot we record at the same time. Oh, my week, goodness. Reach um, <laughs> 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 out to you. I love you, baby. Enjoy your time in the greatest city on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, she literally just texted me, forgot. Sorry, forgot it's Sunday. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, but, with that being said, I really hope the Lakers don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I think the, the West, the West has gotten so poor now. I don't know if they can not make the playoffs. I know Utah. I feel like I feel like Utah's gotten a little bit better, um, but. Uh, I don't think many of the teams in in the West have done anything to get better. And now we're looking at now. It's, it's, let's go to the Bucks, and we'll move off of um, off of this because again, most guys just kept their guys. You know what I'm saying? Most teams just kept their guys, and there weren't any major moves that were made um, for free agency. Uh, but we we had. We had um, we had a free agency where it was fairly anticlimactic, and most teams kept their guys. Chris Middleton resigned. There was no market for Chris Middleton. I don't think. Um, Brooke Lopez resigned. I don't. I, there probably would have been a market for him, but you know why? Um, why would you leave a team that's a real that's a legitimate contender? And I'm like, who the the Nuggets, who were you know who people were saying, or you know the NBA was saying at the end of the year, um, NBA analysts were saying that, yo, can this team become a dynasty? And then they lost one of their key rotation players in Bruce Brown, after yeah. immediately saying he ain't going nowhere, right after the right after the finals, and he was like, no, I'm going to get paid. <laughs> like, like for real, for real, like if you win a ring and you wonder like, you know, a small deal or whatever, just like at the end of the day, you, you're always going to be a champion. Go get your ring. Go get your ring. Or get not um not your ring. Go get your money. I, I actually, I think, I think that's where a lot of players mess up where it's like, yo, like they try to get the money first and then get the ring later on in their careers. And like, yo, if you try to go get the ring, if you or if you play to get the ring, the money's gonna come. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether it's with your team or with another team, the money's going to come. You know what I'm saying? Look how many, shoot, you win a ring, teams just keep you on payroll just because. Shout to Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> that veteran leadership. That veteran leadership is incredible. It didn't help them win, <laughs> but it was incredible. So, you know, now it's like, all right, they lost a key rotation player. Can they become, can they repeat? You know what I'm saying? Can they have the same success that they had last season? So, you know, but the West, I don't think got any better. Um, so, but unfortunately, the Western Conference won last season. So this past season, so it's just like, all right, well, they got they got bragging rights and as the so, supposed better conference. Um, but we're gonna have to see, and we're gonna hopefully the East can uh, can win the title this season, um, specifically Giannis. Um, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. So um, so with that being said, oh, actually, I didn't bring this up, but um, I wanted to discuss real quick the the cuts that ESPN made with a lot. They're losing a lot of their their talent due to budget cuts, and I I just never thought that a t- company as huge as Disney would have budget cuts. Like in a, it's the largest media company in the world. How like budget cuts just don't even sound like it makes sense. But Max Kellerman is gone, Keyshawn Johnson is gone, uh, Andre Ward is gone, Jalen Rose, my favorite basketball analyst, is gone. I don't even know what reason I'm gonna watch ESPN anymore. To be honest, like the the NBA show, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose was the best person on that show, in my opinion. Stephen A. Smith, of course, is still great, but I never watched that. I never watched NBA Countdown for Stephen A. Smith. And um, and then when you got a company like TNT that's uh, that has, you know, T, um, of course, NBA, NBA on TNT, and as well as um, you know the the NBA TV stuff that you know like it's just better basketball analysis on that so um what do you think about the budget the the budget cuts is there anybody who you found out as leaving that you would have liked to see stay um what do you think about what's going on over there at espn with all these firings yeah um because you know when we talked about earlier you talked about how the movies hadn't done really good and it's probably as to why, but um, it's not so much the people who were let go because I think Jeff Van Gundy was on that list too. Um, yeah, Susie Colbert, but um, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I got a problem with uh, Max Kellerman and um, Jalen Rose being fired. I got a problem with Malika Andrews still being on ESPN. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. The issue is how much money is are, are some of these people making? You know what I'm saying? Because the budget mm-hmm. cuts is because they can't afford or they don't want to afford it. Because of course the executives got to make sure they line their pockets. Just yeah. Run just for being at the top of the company versus the real talent. 
So it's just like, all right, if Jalen Rose, I don't know what he's making. I heard it's like between three to five million a year. If they're if three, if he's getting three to five million and Malika Andrews is getting paid, that's her last thing, right? Yeah, Andrews. And she's getting paid 220. Of course they're gonna get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't mad at that. I'm just I, I don't really even care who's staying. I just I'm more about who's leaving though. Yeah, but for for me it's Max and Jalen. Yeah, because yeah. I want Igadala. Yeah, that would be one of the worst takes of all time. Like that is one of the worst takes of all time, man. Like he's in with the game on the line, last shot. Not like last defensive play to be made, last shot. It's for the fate of the universe. The lasers are pointed at Earth, and you take it, Igadala. Igadala. <laughs> and even Igadala said that he was crazy. Yeah, he like, face. Oh, we all gonna die. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, but um, but yeah, so we got that. Uh, um, and Andre Ward's my favorite boxing analyst. Um, and he's actually my second favorite fighter of all time. So, of course, I would love to see him on. But hopefully, we I can see him still doing interviews and things of that nature on YouTube, FightHype.com, and FightHub TV and stuff like that. So as long as I can still get his expert analysis, um, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, but I, uh, it's July 2nd right now. We should, this should drop like July 5th. And um, last month was Pride Month. And so, you know, of course, there's a couple things that, you know, pride, certain <laughs> pride Month jokes that I made on the podcast. And, um, but I wanted to get into something that I had multiple conversations on social media. And, um, and I want to break, break down the whole like pride month issue or whatever. And on both sides, I'll try to make some videos of this so I can get more uh, conversation for people who haven't listened to the podcast, but just a long story short, I felt like Pride Month, I don't know what Pride Month is. Like Pride Month seems like it's a it's a it's a it's a marketing campaign for corporations. And then on the other side, it's a way for the LGBT community to like bully people into accepting their uh, accepting their lifestyle um, where it's like oh there's nothing wrong with a, with this there's you know and I even had people saying no it's not we're not wrong or this is this is normal. This is normal behavior. And um, 
and you can't tell us otherwise because this is how we are. And it's just like, I think, I think some of this can go down a slippery slope depending on how extreme you are about it. And it just felt like, you know, a lot of people, I'm like, look, like, you know, you can do great things being a homosexual or, um, or a trans person. Like, you can do great things and have a great life. I don't know what your struggles are. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a black man, there's certain struggles I have as a black man. There's certain struggles I have as a man in general. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's not even about my blackness. So it's just like, everybody has their struggles, issues, things of that nature. But I'm like, but when you start trying to make me believe that what that what your lifestyle is, I need to be accepting of it or approving of it. Maybe approve is a better word. It's just like, no, like I have a friend of mine who's homosexual, great guy. I don't judge him for his homosexuality. But if you would ask me, like, do you agree with me being a homosexual? I'll tell him, look, that's your life. Would I want my son or daughter to be a homosexual? Probably not. But if that's what they were, of course, I would still love them. That doesn't mean I have to approve of it. My kids do a lot of things that have nothing to do with their gender identity or sexual identity that I don't approve of. So, like, y'all can't push this on me. And it just felt like a lot of conversations I had was, oh, you're, if you don't agree with me, you're homophobic. And I don't know, I don't, maybe phobic means different word than what I think it is, but I, I can't remember the last time I was scared of somebody. And it's just like, you know, just like if people don't approve of something a black person does and they call them racist. It's like, oh, you don't approve of this because it's racist. Or it could just be that they just don't approve of that lifestyle. So if there's, if the black people are known for street gangs. Does that mean that they're racist? Because they don't approve of street gangs? You know what I'm saying? So, and of course, that might, some of the homosexuals that may listen to this might say that I'm being extreme, but I'm like, no, that's actually a part of black culture. And, you know, they say, oh, well, there's gay people still getting killed to this day. Like the great American philosopher, um, Cameron, I think Cameron said it on Pete Paid in Full. Like, yeah. people die every day, B. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, there's people who are bullied to death that aren't gay that are gay, there's been people who's been murdered for the complexion of their skin. There's been people who've been murdered for ideologies. Like you, there's no such thing as somebody who hasn't faced some kind of bullying or oppression in their lifetime. So not saying that that excuses it, but it's just like, you, you, you can't bully, like I shouldn't just, you can't bully me into approving that lifestyle if just because there are people who get harmed for it. So 
Um, I'll probably get deeper into some of the conversations I had, but I wanted to get um, get what you thought about the whole Pride Month situation. My my take on it is honestly. Just, my thing is just, don't try to force feed me anything that like I can like I can accept what it is that you that you do is your life but for it to be for you to basically attempt to force feed it to me every day like I, like I get it it's like I think um I think what's his name Andrew Tate has said it I think I sent it to you he was like you know it just seemed like the they just need the attention it was like okay hey, I'm gay it was like oh, okay it's your life he's like oh I want to get married oh okay cool it was like is that I want to it's like oh I'm not getting my reaction. I want to. I want to. Um. I want to take my junk and swing it in front of your kids. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, dog. Like now, you going too far. It was like, how far do you need to go for me to for me to accept your lifestyle? Like you gotta bring. So you gotta bring uh my child into this into uh your lifestyle is like my child has nothing to do with what it is that you do behind closed doors or out in the open like my it's like you know and like it's, I know it's like what's it called I'm I know um I have I have gay friends like one of them is that one of them is a Facebook friend of mine comments on yeah comments on a few of my things it's like when he got married it was like yo congratulations it's like you know he never tries to force feed what his lifestyle is to anybody because there's no reason to it was like you know you may take a picture with it yeah it may take a picture with his husband every now and again but he'll comment on stuff he'll post stuff and then he'll go about his way it was like i don't think he said anything during pride month it was like there was no reason to. He he knows he knows who he is. He knows what his life is like. He knows how he wants to live his life. He didn't have. He doesn't have to force it on anybody. Yeah. It's like that's what it seems like. It's like you know, folks want to still want to force everything. Like bringing drag queens into schools and teaching kids. It's like yeah, having drag queens come into school full uniform reading school yeah reading books to kids like what are we doing here like why why do you it's like folks understand what it is that you want to do with your life that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to that you you have to force feed it to everybody it's like no you're going to accept you're going to accept it whether you like it or not it's like we already do no, what you want is, is that what you want is either more attention for something that you already got attention for, or you're, you're trying, or you're trying to push some sort of agenda where it's like, 
what what we have is not enough. Yeah, and the thing I say there's a slippery slope on two sides because as a black person, it's like, all right, well, you know, there's white people who say, well, what more do you want from us? Yeah, and, and then on the other side of it, it's like, all right, well, if 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 sexual identity is okay, all all across the spectrum, then can we say that? Can we start calling pedophilia sexual identity? I'm not comparing homosexuals to, to pedophiles, even though a lot of homosexuals that I've met said that they had some kind of pedophilic relationship in their childhood with um with the same gender. Um, and I don't know if that's what led to that, to what to them identifying as homosexual, but you know, I've seen it happen. More more people. I know more people who, and again, I don't necessarily consider them friends. I only, like, specifically, personally, I have one person I truly believe that is a friend of mine that's a homosexual. But, um, but, like, these other people that I know or have known, and it's like, okay, like, this is what, this is, this is some of my experiences, and it's just like, all right, well, are you a homosexual because you had that experience as a youth? Or are you a homosexual? Because that's really what you are, you know. And um, I had I, I was going on this back and forth with um, with about seven or eight homosexual people on Instagram, and the the initial comment said something like, um, "If you don't, if you hate us so much, stop giving birth to us." And then I was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard." So homosexual pops up and says, "How is it stupid?" Y'all have had, or um, everything he said was facts, which he mentioned like homophobia is only in, in, is only in humans, and a couple of other things that he had mentioned. Um, oh, it, well, the dumbest thing was the dumbest thing I felt like he said. Second dumbest thing was he said homosexual or heterosexual isn't normal; it's common. And I'm like, that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and let I was and so I, I I was like I broke it down and the person was like how is it stupid and I said oh well first of all and you said that everything you said was a fact look up look up look up uh not homonyms syn- um synonyms for normal The thesaurus.com, the, the, the second word was common. So, like, that's wrong. That's that's literally not a fact. He said that there's 1,500 species of animals that showed homosexual tendencies. Well, that's that's 0.01% of all species in the world. That's 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 an anomaly, and it's not that like these all these fifteen hundred species are only homosexual. It's a very small percentage of them that have shown homosexual behaviors. So it's just like so of the point zero one percent of homosexuals or species that 
show homosexual behavior one one percent or less in most of those species are showing that behavior. So I don't even I don't even want I don't know what that math is. I'm really good at math. I don't know how much of a fraction that is. I don't know how many zeros is behind that decimal point, but it's too many for you to say that it's normal. It's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. So it's just like, all right, that doesn't mean that you are a bad person. Like people say you're gonna be condemned to hell. That's for God to make that decision. That ain't enough for me to make that decision. But like for you to sit there and make it seem like because like trying to normalize the anomaly, I just don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? That's like some like 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 all right. There are people who are seven feet tall in the world. Not all of them play in the NBA. It's an anomaly. Seven feet tall is an anomaly in itself. And then yeah. to be seven foot and play in the NBA is another anomaly. So it's just like, but when we can't normalize and be like, oh yeah, man, you seven feet, like you seven feet tall, you're guaranteed an NBA spot. No, that don't, that's not how it works. If you over six seven, you guarantee an NBA spot. No, you still need to be athletic and be able to dribble a basketball and make jump shots. You know what I'm saying? So it's just at a high level, at an elite level. So I was just like, so you know. And then a couple other people was jumping in, saying that I was homophobic and things of that nature, saying that they aren't normal. Oh, you try, you're homophobic because you're saying that we're not normal. No, yeah, you're not. That doesn't mean that you're evil. It doesn't mean that you're uh, uh, um, um, that you're condemned to hell. I don't know what what the requirement is for you know heaven or hell or you know how to get in or how to whatever. Um, as far as outside of you know some some religions, it's good doing good deeds. Um, some religions, it's accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So it's just like there's a multitude of different methods that they have, that different religions make. It's whatever your religious belief is. But it, then it was like, and then I was like, you know, and I was, I said, I mentioned like a lot of the species, they don't have long-term like homosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. So one of the people say, oh, I was like, yeah, a lot of time it's like a sexual thing, you know, and then they kind of, and they go, oh, you sound stupid. There's plenty of homosexual relationships in animals. And I was like, well, first of all, we need to stop comparing ourselves to animals in general. Like every species has differences. Like a tiger and a lion, though they're big cats, in the wild, they ver- they act, tigers are, 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 are solitary hunters. Ti- yes, so- solitary. Um, 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 lions aren't. You know what I'm saying? Actually, most of the big cats are solitary. Lions are one of the few that are um, group hunters. I think it's the only one, if I'm not mistaken, that's a group hunter. So it's like, they're not the same. Another anomaly. You know, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like we we gotta stop doing that. Like there was one lady uh, um, who was talking about, I forget her name, but she was like, she was like, uh, she went vegan and she got healthy. Good for her. 
I'm happy for her. And then they were like, oh, you know, where do you get your protein? She goes like, oh, where do cows get their protein? Lady, you're not a cow. Even if you <laughs> ate the, even if you ate the same, like, because literally, where do cows get their protein? Or like, where do cows get their protein? But it's like, are you eating a cow diet? No. Are you eating? I don't know what a cow diet specifically is. Oh no, let's just go with the stereotypical stuff that I saw in cartoons. Because I didn't know, if, but uh, rabbits ate flowers until I moved into my house. I thought they ate vegetables and carrots. No, they were eating my flowers every day. I stopped planting. Now I want them all to be. Now I want them all to suffer. But anyways, I digress. So I was like. Let's say they, she's eat, like, they just eat grass and hay. Are you eating grass and hay all day? And do you got four stomachs? Exactly. No, so don't compare yourself to a cow. Just like the homosexual experience or whatever. Start comparing yourself to other animals to justify your behavior. And so, and so I was just like, I was just like, you know, it just doesn't make any sense on and and so the person said that we don't need the initial commenter said that we don't need heterosexuals in the world heterosexualism is not necessary and i was like and so i was like there's nothing factual like that's completely a fallacy that's a complete fallacy so there the some other people were said jumping in saying how is how why is heterosexual needed when we when you can make a baby in a test tube. And I said, okay, let me ask y'all something. If all of the, like there's some people believe that Egypt was this te- technological Kemet was this technologically advanced place that in all of the technology was wiped out from some kind of apocalyptic situation that may have happened. No one really knows that. What if that happened now and we could there was no such thing as a test tube? There was no such thing as um, is, uh, artificial insemination of children. Like, there was no knowledge of it. How else would you have a baby? Like, you guys sound stupid. Like, you sound completely idiotic when you say things like that heterosexuals aren't needed. And then the person goes, if you hate us so much, stop having us. And I said, so does that mean you can choose if you're homosexual? Does that mean it was a choice for you? And it was like, no, how did you put that together? Okay, you said for heterosexual couples to stop making you. I was like, we can't even, we can't even tell what gender our children are gonna be. When when the when when we find out that we're pregnant, so we can't even choose the gender. Believe me, I wanted a girl and two boys. I had a boy and two girls, the exact opposite of what I wanted. I promise you, if I had it my way, my oldest would be a girl and my youngest two would be boys. I promise y'all. Didn't happen that way. I didn't choose that. So if I can't choose the gender of my child, what make you think I can choose? I can't, I can't choose the gender of my child. I can't choose the friends that they hang out with. I can't choose. Um, so if I can't choose those things, 
what makes you think I can choose the sexual identity of my child? Because you remember they used to have, like, there was something they used to call gay camps, and they used to try to beat the gay out of them. So they, that was been proven to be ineffective. So if that's the case, if that's the case, why are you saying stop having us if it's not even your choice as the homosexual to be homosexual? Does that even make sense? Are you stupid, dumb, or retarded? Combination of the three, and I'm going to figure out that word by the end of this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's... So... It was just like, and then, then it was just, oh, you're homophobic. You're homophobic. You're saying you're saying that we're not normal. It's okay to not be normal. I promise y'all. I promise y'all, normal niggas ain't cool. Normal Pokemon ain't cool. <laughs> Nobody says their favorite situation of Eevee is Eevee. It's all the Eevee Lucians. <laughs> there's nothing cool well my favorite Pokemon is a normal type but still there's nothing cool about normal so if you if you're an anomaly be, enjoy that like I said do I do I want you to be hated for it absolutely not do I want y'all to be ridiculed and suffer for it absolutely not I don't want anybody to suffer but you don't have to force it down my throat. Was, and then there was some a trans person. And then I think Andrew Tate had mentioned had mentioned um, something like they group them all together. So if you're against one of the alphabets, they make it like you're against all of them. And I'm like, yeah, he has a point because the transgender came up and he's like, oh, so you're trying to say that I had a choice in my body and me not and I'm like first of all I don't even know what that is I don't have that problem I can't identify with what you deal with I promise you I don't anybody in the in the legitimate (laughs) (laughs) I can't identify with anything that y'all are saying I can't identify with anything that you that you um that you that you are suffering with. I promise you I can't. And to be honest, I'm glad I don't. Not saying that y'all, there's something in there's an issue with with y'all. I'm just saying, like I've dealt with enough suffering in my life to not have to add. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm glad I don't have to do y'all, y'all probably have dealt with a lot of suffering too and you probably don't want none of my problems it's okay but I was just like alright one I don't know what you're talking about I don't know but they used to say that you know what do they call it gender dysphoria or dysmorphia dysphoria dysphoria like they used to, it was a mental illness until like 20 years ago or 10 years ago or something so they literally used to think that you were insane. And I was like, the crazy thing is, like, all right, you're saying that you, that you, that, oh, you think I had a choice. I don't know if you have a choice in that matter. But what I do know is 
the same thing that this guy was talking about with the whole, um, with the whole, oh, all these species of animals and this, that, and the other. There is not a single animal, there's not a single mammal, I should say. That's what we are, we're mammals. There's not a single mammal who can get gender reassignment surgery. And then also, you know, the, the I forget the guy's name. You always ask like people, oh, what is a woman? And they 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 avoid the question. And then it's like, and of course, does this I, I understand anybody who listens to this podcast, you sound like I sound like a bigot. Oh well, like if that's how you feel, it is what it is. Um but he says, like, hey, what is a woman? And they can never answer it. And they they dance around it and this and the other, and then and I we mentioned this on the podcast before. Like I don't see no trans men trying to enter women's sports or men's sports. That's not happening. You get a lot of these dudes that can't cut it, and then end in with the men and then enter the women's and they do well. I'm not saying they dominate. Some of them do in the physical. You know, I don't know how many are doing it. We just only hear about the ones that dominate. So, but we're seeing that though. And for some reason, it's like that. There's no advantage because they took hormones. They literally went through puberty. They got bigger hands, bigger feet, all kinds of stuff. So, so I'm like, I don't know if you have a have a choice in the matter, and. You know, they ask, "What is a woman?" Y'all can't identify. Y'all can't, and I'll, y'all can't identify what a woman is. But you know, you're a woman. Does that yeah. not sound absolutely <laughs> insane? If if that's the case, no, you need psychiatric help. If you say that that's what you are, I'm a lion. Why are you a lion? Because I walk on all fours. I live in a pride. I have sex with a whole bunch of different lionesses. I have children with them. And if I leave my pride and I run up on another pride, I'm killing all the kids that they got. And I'm lazy as hell. I sleep 18 to 20 hours a day. That's what makes me a lion. And I have this luxurious mane. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just what it is. And that's another thing I pointed out. I'm like, y'all start, start comparing yourself to all these animals. Because y'all ain't doing what some of these animals are doing. Lions? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, wait. So he, there'll be, if, if people, if human beings were like lions, there'd be no such thing as stepchildren. Understand that. Understand if you if you was a baby mama, you know you either gotta stay single for the rest of your life or your kids die. I'm just saying, if you was a lion, you're not. Be happy about that. So I'm like, okay, like you can't even identify what you say you identify as. Oh, I'm a man. What makes you a man? Like, what was it about manhood if you're a woman transitioned to a man? What made what made it, what about manhood made you feel like you were that instead of what you are? 
Cause like there used to be when I was back in my day, it there was there was sissies and tomboys. And usually those people ended up either being um gay, lesbian, or you know, they kind of grew past it or whatever. But then when you're starting to you know what they say, chemistry. Chemically castrate kids because they feel a certain way. I'm like, yo, whatever happened to that joke, to that old saying, "F your feelings." Like as a father, I don't give a damn about my kids' feelings. I'm raising them. Not saying like I don't care about how they feel about stuff, but if you're like, oh, uh, um. Daddy, I feel like you're being too harsh on me. The world's gonna be way harsher. Just suck it up. Like I can't enable you just because you feel a type of. Yeah. Now, if you're an adult, you want to explore those feelings, then talk, by all means, because it's not my responsibility anymore. But if you live living in, if you living in my roof under my in, in my house, you're gonna what they say, you're gonna obey the rules. If you were in prison, you'd have to obey the rules. Oh, is your house a prison? Yes. <coughs> they, just, they get to go outside every once in a while. That's important. I feed them three square meals a day. They go out to the yard. <laughs> yes, and they got to do what I say or suffer the consequences. Yes, my house is a prison. Yeah, but guess what? They ain't on lockdown. They can laugh. They can joke. They don't, they, there's no violence here. Usually, they get to watch TV. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> they get to watch just TV. Stuff. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I right, like enough is enough. I'm, y'all not gonna bully me into saying like that you're right or that I'm wrong or that anybody's right or wrong. Just live your life like the freaking Rihanna song. Rihanna? Rihanna and T.I. Yeah. Live your life, dog. I don't, I, I, I promise you, I don't care if you homosexual. I don't care if you trans. Deal with that on your own. And if you got a month of you celebrating it, okay, celebrate. And then also the last thing I'm going to say about this. So one of the people said, oh, there's homosexual relationships in the, in the animal, in the animal kingdom. Like, Lifelong relationships. Lifelong relationships isn't common in the animal kingdom. So, like, that's not even a thing, really. Like, you know, it's like some people, some people, again, back to the comparing humans to to to, to animals, they yeah. say monogamy isn't natural. Because there's only X amount of species of animals that practice monogamy. And I think a lot of them are more like bird bird animals versus yeah. um, versus mammals. So if that's the case, if that's the case, where are you finding this in the animal kingdom? So I said, well, give me an example. The person says that I'm ignorant, I'm an ignorant person who doesn't want to understand who, who, um, who, who 
who's a petulant child and I need to seek therapy because I hate gay people. And I yet. just asked for a species of animals. So you got all of that from me asking you to prove your claim. No, you're the person who's a petulant child. You're the person who's ignorant. You're the person who's so caught up in your own personal ways and your own personal ways being approved of by people who think like me that you can't even fathom somebody challenging you on it and being able to defend yourself and defend your position. And it's just like, I can't help you. I'm not going to give you the answers. I don't got the answers, Sway. That's why I asked you for the answers. And you just, and I was like, so then I was like, so you decided to just name call and stuff instead. He was like, well, I didn't name call you. And I said, well, tell me something that I said that was wrong. You just need therapy because I don't know why you hate gay people so much. I said that I said that homosexual behavior is not normal. That has nothing to do with hate. I can care less about you, person. If you died tomorrow, I wouldn't know. I'm not saying I want that person to die, but that's just the reality of it. You're a you're a you're an avatar on Instagram. You're nothing to me. You're an NPC. You're an NPC that gave no value. You know, sometimes they'll give you a, in the games, they'll give you a snack (laughs) or a treasure or something. You gave me nothing. (laughs) So that's what we're dealing with. But but at, but at the end of the day, loving gay people during Pride Month is the gayest thing you can do. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's wild gay. You will be loving gay people during Pride Month. That's wild gay. No, let me stop, man. Um, shout to the homosexual people that are out there living the best life and and you know and not dealing with. Um, not dealing with uh, with um, issues that the bigoted issues and things of that nature, um, and that are moving past it and being successful. Shout to them, and um, shout to all the people who think that I'm a homo- uh, I'm homophobic. Um, but like the great American philosopher Bernie Mac said, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Anyways, you have anything to add? To all the nonsense I just said. I'm sorry. I just went on a rant. No, I, I don't. I don't. Um. Well, I want to do something funny because we've been going. I've been going off on people for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> so, right, I shouldn't say funny, but fun. So, and I'm doing this on the fly because it's about to turn production. But uh, we had a couple weeks, excuse me, a couple weeks back, 
we were talking about theme songs to certain shows. And um, there was a couple of things that I was like, all right, we can have, there's good theme songs, there's bad theme songs, and there's good theories and there's bad theories. And I want to say that one song I think that we forgot about, I don't remember if we mentioned this on the podcast, but one of the all-time great theme songs for a show, Rescue Rangers. We didn't. We didn't mention it. How did we forget that? I think because we were... I think we flew by that. Uh, I think we flew by that, like um, the 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 topic. Yeah, you know, I don't think we spent that much time on the topic to really go I was, through all of them. I don't, I don't even know why. Of course, we weren't really going to go through all of them. That's one of the ones that should have been at the forefront. Rescue Rangers. Like, how did we? And that, so I was like. I was like, I need us to do a list one of these weeks. Compiling in a long list, not five. Top 25 greatest theme song, intro, outro, I don't care, of all time in TV or at least animated TV history. What do you think? You, I ain't got no problem with that. But then I had um I had a conversation about uh about um the a conversation that anime nerds and comic book nerds get into that I I love and hate at the same time. And there was this picture where it showed Goku and Vegeta giving each other a pound versus the entire DC Marvel universe. And the Dragon Ball Z stands are like, there's no way Goku and Vegeta would lose to the entire Marvel and DC universe. I'm like, do y'all understand, first of all, that it all depends on the writer. Oh, the um, plot armor. Somebody said Superman got beat by a guy wearing a belt when he got beat up by Alfred. And I'm like, yeah, it was a Batman comic book. He probably, he would probably beat up Superman. Like, what are we talking about? You don't understand how strong Goku is. Goku's beating everybody except Raditz, Cell. <laughs> I was like, and one-on-one, Jerry. 
I was like, matter of fact, in Dragon Ball Z, Freeze is the only person he'd be one-on-one. As far as the major bad guys. Because um, he didn't be Boo one-on-one. Yeah, he didn't beat Raditz. The person was like, he beat Raditz. He was like, he came back to beat everybody. And he was what? like, he kicked, he kicked Raditz ass. I said, did he? No, actually, did he I, don't, I was like, I don't even know if he landed a punch on Raditz. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, he did. I don't either. remember he. I don't remember if he landed a shot. The, on the only person Raditz. who landed a blow on Raditz was, was Gohan. Go, um, and uh, Piccolo when he when he the the first time he shot the special beam can't remember he hit him in the shoulder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 the dude got hit to, to, um three times the entire fight and Goku didn't land not one of them. And of course I, I'd have to watch I haven't watched that portion of Dragon Ball Z forever, so I, I don't know. I watched, but I'm just saying I just recently watched that fight he didn't land a punch on him. Significant like you know what they do in UFC significant strikes. Go, if Goku landed strikes, none of them were significant. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I I watched it like a week ago just because I wanted to watch the uh, ocean dub of it. He didn't land a single blow on Raditz. Like if you want, if you want to say him grabbing his tail as a hit, you reach it. So I was like, I was like, he didn't beat. He, and then when I told him, when I was like, well, he didn't beat. There's a couple of people he didn't beat. And then he was like, he goes, so then I was like, dog, do you not, did you forget how the Raditz fight happened? Like, Gohan landed that skull, Squirtle, Squirtle skull bash attack. Uh-huh. And, and Goku grabbed, grabbed him and Piccolo blasted them both with the special beam can. Uh, um, Cell. Goku literally gave up and threw Cell a sensor. Goku literally said the words, I lost. And then gave Cell a sensor. Then, then, then I was like, I didn't watch Dragon Ball Super. I, I still haven't watched Dragon Ball Super. But from what I, I ended up reading up on it, and they were like, yeah, Goku went Ultra Instinct, still lost or lost power or something like that. And then like they had to, it was uh, with him, Frieza and 17 all together, they ended up defeating him. And yep. I don't know, I, I, Goku might land the final blow. But as far as one-on-one fights, like also real junk, little Goku, Dragon Ball Goku was, was it has a better track record. As far as the major battles in there, especially when he beat the whole Red Ribbon Army by himself. Like, that's probably one of his greatest feats of all time. And I'm like, yo, this, this isn't real. <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, and then here's the thing, like, one, yes, this also isn't real. These are cartoons. These are, you know, animated, animated specials. Like, one thing we got to understand is, like, at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, this is all this is all we have. And you know, you can compare powers and things of that nature, but I'm like, when when the Goku fans make it seem like Goku's unbeatable, just because he's come back to win fights, like every single protagonist in the history of of story writing. It makes no sense to me that there's people who are out here thinking that there are people in the realm of comics and things that are unbeatable. I'm like, the dude literally lost in his own story multiple times. He's not unbeatable. It just all depends on the writer. Um, Zero disappeared. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And yep. It looks like we lost Zero. All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up because uh, I don't know where Zero ran and we were getting to the end of the episode anyways. So um, so pretty much uh, my parting shot is um, to the homosexual community. Sorry for what y'all deal with um, as far as uh, oppression and things of that nature. But um, that doesn't mean, like, I'm not your oppressor, but it do- doesn't mean that I enable your impress- op- oppressors and um, doesn't mean I enable your imp- op- oppressors and that doesn't mean that I necessarily approve of your lifestyle, but it's your lifestyle. It's not up for me to live your life. It's up to you to live your life. Live in the truth that makes you feel the most fulfilled and um, go on with your life and be happy be proud of um, of of who you are um, to your core uh, and like I said just because I don't necessarily approve or agree with your lifestyle it doesn't mean that I want harm done to you I want everybody to live full um, full lives and have the full experience of life before they pass away um, but that's it for us. Um, this has been the Between Brothers Podcast. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week.